Bible Speaks with Audley McLean. The Bible Speaks is a weekly ministry of Harvest International. Our prayer is that the Bible Speaks will encourage you in your study of God's Word. You will be able to contact Audley at the address given at the end of this broadcast. And now, here's Audley. Greetings and may the blessings of the Lord of heaven and earth fill your life today. It is my joy to come your way and thanks for the privilege of sharing with you from the Word of God. Let's ask the Lord of glory, the God of creation, the God of redemption, to make these moments supremely meaningful for each of us. Blessed Lord God of heaven and earth, creator, sustainer, redeemer and friend, we come to you today with thank you, Lord Jesus, for dying on the cross to rescue me, to rescue each of us who is willing from the consequences of our sin. We pray that these moments we spent together today may draw each of us close to the heart of God. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I'd like to borrow your attention for the next several minutes, and I'd like to provoke your mind regarding the question of salvation. Now, maybe that you've heard the word, perhaps even contemplated the word, or maybe there's another person to whom it's a strange concept, and yet another who is a recipient of God's great salvation. Today, I have a question. I'd like you to Engage with me in this question. And the question is, what is salvation? And I want to be more particular, more pointed. Is salvation a moment of crisis? A moment when you said, Oh God, if you bring me through this dilemma, this tragedy, I'll serve you. Now whether you did or didn't follow on is not my concern right now. My question again to you is, what is salvation? And is it a moment of crisis? Or is it a lifelong process? I've heard both interpretations. But let me ask you, how how do you see it? A crisis moment. The Bible gives us evidence of moments of crises. Moments when men or women came to a jarring stop in life and had to make a decision. It's like coming to the crossroads. Let me linger at that crossroads idea for just a minute. Several years ago, when my son was to graduate from Colgate University, we were living in Buffalo, New York. And Colgate is in Hamilton, New York. It's hill country in upstate New York, and it was the first snow of the year. 
and I was coming on a road which was a sharp incline coming out of Syracuse, headed down for Hamilton. It got gray and snow had covered the, the road and the visibility was very, very low. I got to the bottom of this decline and couldn't determine whether I should turn left or right. Stepping on the brakes, took the car off straight across a grassy, a glassy, uh, rather grassy uh, land. And I thought, wow, I breathed for every so brief a moment, a sigh of relief, thinking I'm safe. What I didn't know was at the end of this grassy knoll was a sharp ravine. They were digging out a gully for this winter snow to melt into and hadn't been able to put the railings up. So my car went all four straight down, eight feet down in this snowy ravine. And I knew, I knew it was over. But without all the details, God in his mercy spared me. The point is, I came to a point of turning and didn't know where to turn. Now, it may be that that moment of crisis resembles something that you have had internally, not on the snowy banks of a road, but in the engine room of your own heart and mind. You came to that crisis moment and you skidded off. Or maybe you are there now. I would like to bring to your attention the experience of some of the people in the New Testament who had these crisis moments. And then come back to the question, is salvation a crisis or is it a process? I remember once when I was living in Buffalo, New York, when I'd earlier arrived there, I was walking in a neighborhood one evening and walking past a churchyard. And the pastor was walking out in the garden of the church among the tombs of the churchyard. And I, as I was wont to do, stopped to have a conversation. And for, for one reason or another, I said to this gentleman, I would like you to tell me, if I came to you today and say, Pastor, how do I make sure that heaven is going to be my, to be my home? And it seems as though just for a brief moment, he was not startled, but it took time to gain his composure. Then he said, almost in a haltering voice, well, I would instruct you to do certain religious things. Then I would instruct you to come back. And he indicated coming coming back to counsel with him. And that was at the tenor of our brief, of his brief response. I didn't add anything to the conversation regarding that. I simply thought about it. And then I thought, that's not how I got the assurance of being certain that God has a place in heaven for me. I'm not sure what your experiences have dictated in your life, but the Bible seems to, not the Bible seems, the Bible makes it clear that salvation has a crisis moment. But may I suggest to you that the 
biblical salvation is both a moment of crisis and a life of process. So, it's safe to say, based on Bible doctrine, that salvation, God's salvation, is both a crisis and a process. Not knowing where you are in the process today, not knowing where you are in the station of life today, I want to ask you, would you take God's word for it? See, salvation is absolutely important. It's the determination of your eternal destiny. And the Bible suggests, the Bible teaches that salvation is both a crisis and a process. Let me say it again. The Bible teaches that salvation is both a crisis and a process. It gives evidence of several individuals who came to that crisis moment in their lives and made the heaven-bound decision. Let's think about one or more of them. Nicodemus, religious man, which indicates that religion alone doesn't do it. He was religious. He taught the law. But the Bible says he came to Jesus one night, evidently moved by the Spirit of God and under conviction, and in their conversation, Jesus said to Nicodemus, you must be born again. For almost, rather, every birth situation is a crisis. Or I could talk about crises of birth, in my own family, but another time. But each of us agrees that the birth of a child is a crisis moment. A spiritual birth, similarly, is a crisis moment. Jesus went on in his conversation with Nicodemus that night, and he said, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. In that moment of crisis, perhaps the moment you're going through right now, you can be transformed from a hell-bound sinner to a heaven-bound saint, not because of your righteousness, but because Jesus died, was buried, and rose again, for your justification. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, Jesus, the same one who told Nicodemus that there needs to be a moment of crisis, also said, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. So it's a process as well. Peter says that we should grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. When you bow your head today and ask Jesus to accept you as a lost, hell-bound sinner, the crisis moment has arrived, but then belongs 
then begins rather the process of discipleship. God wants not just to save you from hell, he wants to prepare you for heaven, he wants to use you on earth, he wants to transform you. Paul, writing to the Romans, said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, these are people who had come to the crisis moment, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed. Does not all speak of process to you? Conforming is like pouring the plaster into the mold and coming out looking just like the mold. Instead, God by the Holy Spirit is saying to you through Paul today, allow me to do the daily work of transforming you so you look more and more like Jesus. There's coming a day when we shall be like him and John says we shall see him as he is. The process, my friend, is taking place right now. And you can impair the process. You can hinder the process. But don't. Allow God to daily transform you into the image of the Lord Jesus until he comes again. Oh, friend, make this a day of beginning and of following on. God loves you and wants to save you. Amen. I've wandered far away from God. This program is cared for by listeners who care. Your prayers and financial investment in this ministry helps to keep the good news on the air. We look forward to hearing from you and invite you to write us at Harvest International, Post Office Box 6690, Ocala, Florida, 34478. Again, that's Harvest International, Post Office Box 6690, Ocala, Florida, 34478.